This is a true story. To find out what happens, what happens? when people stop being polite. Start getting. <laughs> Welcome, 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 everybody, to another episode of The Real World. I got all of my nearest and dearest friends in the building. I got my main man, Darren, on the mic with me. Yo, yo, yo. I got my homie, Jive Shot, on the mic and on the camera. Yeah. Uh, got some other fellas in here that I really love and appreciate, and thank you guys for coming out. Uh, Jeremy told me to do something a little different this week. Normally, I hop right in, have a conversation with my homie or any of my other guests, but this week, I decided to monologue a little. I didn't write this out. I'm a freestyle it. But I wanted to start the topic off by thinking about the way that the younger generation doesn't. Uh, let's just say that they don't uh, look at some of the people who have like done amazing things in history with the same reverence that we do. Right. MLK to us was perfect because we knew nothing else. Right. Like the way that the news covered him from our perspective was he did something for black history. Uh, you know, he fought for civil rights, he was assassinated, and that's it. We never heard the story much about the man and the things that the man did that were either great or not. Right. Right? I think that because of the way that the media has taken a turn, everybody wants to build you up so they can tear you down. So they don't want to know just about the great things that you've done. They want to know about everything. And then they want to use that stuff against you to discredit you. Right. I want to probably get back to a point where you can just do something to stand on what you did and that be the topic. So uh, I think the first question that I would ask and I would jump into you and say, like, there was a clip that went viral with B. Simone, mm -hmm. like recently. OK. And they specifically talked about MLK. And, you know, if we checking off the boxes of all of the things that a dope that homie did, one of the things that he didn't do was apparently be faithful to his wife. Right. The question that I ask you first, and to sort of jump this off, do you think that he's a bad person because of that one thing that he did or one set of things versus all of the good that he's gone for the world? No. Okay. He did a lot for black people, and I don't want to... But did he just do it for black people? Him, no. But the thing is... You can't condemn him for maybe being a bad husband. For one, I don't. Do we really know that for a fact? Kinda. Kinda, we do. Okay. Cool. Kinda. That's cool. Maybe he was a trash husband, but there's a lot of trash husbands that make good fathers, and not everybody's meant to be a good husband. That that shouldn't take away from his legacy, and I feel like a lot of times. Even in these times right now, they're just condemning all our black people. So can I say that I don't think that they're just condemning black people, but people in general? And I say that just like quickly. Well, as I feel, a child. Well, hold like, on, real, real quick. I feel like the ones that are black, they're more on a on a broad scale. So, all right, disagree. Is George Washington like a great? Man? But but okay, so. Do you hear more about R. Kelly as opposed to Harvey Weinstein? I think you, you hear about Harvey, but you still hear about like that's a 
I think that's a, a nature of us being black and R. Kelly being like of our culture. We do hip hop and R and B. If we were movie people and all we did was watch like I don't know when Sally met Billy, like Harvey Weinstein would be more in a lexicon. Okay. But for us, like yo, we all were two stepping in the name of love. It's like it's hard to compare those two. Right, but okay. So how do you okay? How do you view Martin Luther King? I'm able to separate the things that he did in his personal life that I don't think that have anything to do with me personally and think about the social impact that he had for the world. Okay, now let me ask you this. Is it the fact that maybe it's just cheating? Or would it have a different impact if somebody says, okay, well, Martin Luther King did all this for black people or people in general, but he was domestic. You see what I'm saying? Like there's a there's a difference. You can be a you could be a, a, a horrible husband just because you're a man and sometimes we just don't, you know what I mean? It is what it is. But I mean beating you beating your wife, that's a totally different thing. So would that make it make it different for you? Short answer is up until twenty twenty one when Cicely Tyson passed, right. black people looked at her as a national treasure. Okay. It is a very wide known fact that Miles Davis used to physically assault her when they were married. How often do you hear people talk about how Miles Davis ain't shit? You don't. There's a part about like, you know, sort of pain and like things that are inflicted on women that I don't think that we take into account when we talk about like the greatness of a person. Yeah. So like a lot of times like those things, because again, like they happen behind closed doors or they're not something that personally affect us. We don't really talk about it or like discuss it much. Now, if he would have killed her or did something like that, that's a different story. And I think those are the things that sort of rise to a level where we like, ooh. But I look at somebody like an MLK where like, frankly, prior to like, let's say, what, like the 90s when the news decided like, you know what, tabloid shit sells. I'm gonna talk about everything that you've done. Your business is no longer your business. My first summer living in LA, I think one of the things that I always think about was I saw Paris Hilton and them having a helicopter on her house every morning looking at her as she was going through some shit, right? Like, mm -hmm. yo, is she in jail? She's out of jail, whatever stupid thing that she did. Mm -hmm. And it's like, she got no semblance of privacy. What gave them the right to do that? So if you had a whole generation of people who come up thinking like, yo, your business is now my business, how do you expect them to think? They're going to look at you from your worst and not from your best. Everybody sure. in this room is a good dude, right? Like, I've seen people do stand-up things, do nice things for people, go out of their way, make sure that people are in good situations. Nobody's out here acting crazy or doing something and wilding out. But everybody also has skeletons in the closet. And unfortunately, I feel like a lot of times now, that's where we're being judged. That makes sense. I just, I feel like, you know... Well, they said that they were going to have something come out within the next couple of years that would make everybody look at Martin Luther King in a different light. I think it might be a documentary because it's going to probably focus on what he did with, with Coretta. And for me, I just feel like they've been kind of stealing the legacy away from the people that we look up to, you know. Not to say Bill Cosby was right for what he did. Maybe he did. Maybe he did or, or whatever. But Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, it's, it's a couple people. Now we're forced to look at them differently because they want us to 
and they've been doing this for a while. But I'm not holding R. Kelly up to some like high moral standards. We've known he wasn't shit, but we all accepted it because it was a thing. We knew he was married to Aaliyah when we were in what middle school, high school. That was a real thing, bro. Like, and everybody knew that shit was nasty. But because he made cool songs and he made a bunch but of the money, th- for but the thing for me, bro, okay. even, even with that situation, it's like, all right, maybe he was wrong. But even in our high school, bro, those chicks. Uh oh. I'm seeing where it's going. Some of them, not all, they wanted to date the dudes that were already out of school. They didn't want the dudes that was in school. They didn't. What could what could what could the average dude that's in our class really do for some of them? They want the ball and you know what I'm saying, with the cars pulling up, whatever. Same thing R. Kelly did. I'm not saying R. Kelly was right, but we experienced and seen the shit ourselves. One, I can't let you go like that. While I get where you're coming from when you say that, the problem is, is that it's it's still a cultural thing. Rape culture has been like fucking crazy all of our lives. So it's super hard to be like, yo, like these girls want it. Like they don't know what the fuck they want. They 16, 15 Bro, years old. I'm not saying it's acceptable. I'm saying that's what they did. So you blaming them for it? Or you're not blaming the old niggas that came back to knew about it? Once I left high school, I never went back. That's a lot. I went back once to holler at like my favorite teachers. Shout out to Mr. Saunders, Miss Hanson. Y'all were fucking amazing. Excuse me, you were amazing. Went to go talk to them. Okay, shout out to all of them. You know what I'm saying? I, I never went I, back I because I, I thought I that like, back. yeah, I, didn't, I never went back to be like, you know what? The little 11th grader when I was a 12th grader looks good. Once I left like high school, I only cared about college women. Bro, the difference is older some older men prey on on you know those type of yeah and that shit is whack as well. bro it is whack i mean we have a teacher that went to our school yes and yeah and we knew that they got like, him but like they got it sh- him it shouldn't have taken and we've like seen the interactions years. every day i was like yo he, that's what i'm saying but it one of these days they gonna get him because he he on some shit but it's the fact that it took 20 years for them to get him out of the picture like when it was a very well-known fact at the time right like that's that's trash bro that's super, super trash. But all I'm saying is, whether it's a, whether the girls were in the 12th grade and it was their senior year, some of them wanted to deal with men. They were at least a year or two older than them because they felt like they had more to offer at that point in time. And I feel like that's where R. Kelly started at. Nah. You don't think so? Nah. 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 You can't get that. Okay, no. go ahead. Let me hear it. It's simple. Homie had a problem. Period. Like, I don't want to, like, get into, like, the back and forth of, like, why it was acceptable or how it happened. Like, homie had a problem. Yeah. So, like, I am not looking at him and putting him in the same category as the MLK or anybody else who's actually done something positive. Well, I'm like, not, the fact like, that like we, I said, I'm but, never going to say it's acceptable. about tearing down, like, black men. Like, fuck that nigga, respectfully. He tore himself down by doing dumb shit. That's true. MLK but, and the shit that he did in his bedroom have nothing to do with but us. But that's what I'm saying. All right, so let's say R. Kelly was damaged, right? He needed to go get help. He didn't go get that help, which led to him doing the fuck shit that he did. Cool. He's still responsible for his actions. Right, He's exactly. And I agree with that. I agree with that. That's what I'm saying. So in comparison to Marley thing, okay, so we, we hold, maybe it's not like Nobel Peace Prize type shit, but... The average black person does hold R. Kelly as the king of R&B. And a lot of... Uh, no, the fuck they don't. Nigga, bro. Michael Jackson. Okay, bro. Okay, Michael Jackson. What are you... Bro. Bro. Okay, so so hold up. Hold up, bro. 
a lot of people's parents, maybe even you, well, not maybe not you, because I was later, but I'm just saying, a lot of a lot of kids were made off some R. Kelly, bro. Yes, Michael Jackson. I look at Michael Jackson as a king of pop, not R&B. He's a king of something. R. Kelly ain't that. Like until you got people chasing you around and you can't go outside and bro, I've been to R. Kelly concert and I've seen that shit. Have you went to a Michael Jackson anything, nigga? We can't get there. Cause he has a sea of fucking okay, people that follow behind. Okay, him. I give you that. But there's it, a difference. There's okay, levels to cool, shit, bro. Cool, cool. R. Kelly ain't that nigga. He MLK had levels to cool, that shit. He ain't that nigga. Cool. But what I'm saying is, some people, not all people, hold him as high as far as music. We're just gonna say music. What does music have to do with like being a good person though? Like, I can't give reverence to somebody or give an entire fuck about a nigga like that. Okay, fine. Martin Luther King, he's a good good person because he did what? Uh, he thought that equality for all was good for all for everybody. Cool. Just going from that standard, that made him a like at least a baseline good person. Okay, so let's switch it up a little bit. In comparison to Malcolm X, how do you feel about Malcolm X? Sort of the same. Like Martin he, Little had to be like a criminal before he became Malcolm X. Exactly, but look at the way he put he did he, he you know he did things a little different. Well, he was significantly more militant. He exactly, he was more militant. But right? I don't think of him as a, he wasn't a saint, bro. Like we don't look at him in the same like reverence that we do MLK. Okay, they're different. That, okay, they're, exactly. So they're different. Some people right? are like Buddha. Some people are warriors. Like straight up, okay. MLK was like a Buddha type of person. Like he's, it's an idea. Yeah, like, yeah. Peace okay. over everything. That's what we want. Right. Yeah. We already know we're like you know. Like where Malcolm X was going with that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, okay. yo, you gonna give me what I like, what I deserve, period. Or it's gonna be a problem. Like, I'm gonna be a gangster about that shit. True. So we don't hold him in the same reverence. Yeah. But if you look at like a lot of other people, like I, George Washington, again, was bringing a point to that. Homie held slaves. Slave. We didn't hear that in the 80s. That was never the narrative. Nobody told us like, yo, like the wooden teeth that they were telling us that he had were really like teeth that he was pulling from the slaves that he owned. To make dentures, yeah, like that's not that. the story that you heard. I heard. know that. I know that. Yeah. You know what I'm like, but that's the reverence we hear from people. We didn't hear the fact that like Lincoln wasn't really trying to free the slaves. That had nothing to do with the Civil War. He was perfectly fine with keeping slavery as a thing if it kept the Union together. But once them niggas jumped off the ship, it was like, yo, all right, like we gonna cripple y'all financially. Hey, Emancipation Proclamation. All of the slaves are free. Make money now. How you gonna fight your war? But we look at him as being the greatest president. This is what I'm saying. Like, yo, it's a lot of nuance when we look at people and things. I'm always willing to have that discussion. But certain shit, like, I don't want to touch. Like, whatever you did in your personal life, yo, bro, that's not my business. I can't say you're a bad person because you, I don't know, like, you cheated on your wife or your wife cheated on you. Whatever happened behind closed doors, that ain't my business. And I'm not judging you based on that. But that's what I'm saying. Okay, so let's just solely talk about MLK, right? Let's say he cheated on his wife a bunch of times, right? Do you feel like that takes away from the legacy of what he was trying to do? Because he was saying, okay, well, I have a dream. I want black people to be like this. I'm trying to erase racism. Do you feel like any of that takes away from his legacy because he did not treat his wife a certain way and when we always saw him, we saw his wife. So clearly she was supportive. After he, you know, you know, his demise, she carried on his legacy. 
do you feel like that changes anything about how you feel about him as a man and as a humanitarian? No. Why? Well, straight up, like, I think the first thing that he'd have to be responsible to is the fact that he's a pastor. So, like, he's supposed to be of higher moral standing anyway. So, once you deal with that, that and the fact that okay. you deal with, like, you know, whatever things that happen in your household, again, with your wife, that ain't for me to judge, bro. Like, your outward appearance and the things that you are advocating for, which are extremely important to, like, the discourse of the world, that mattered more to me than what you did behind closed doors. Your wife can handle whatever shit that you did in the way that she saw fit. That was a that's a choice for her. That is not for me to make. That's She's true. the aggrieved person. That's true. But so me putting my justice on her and telling her what she needs to do, why do I have the right to do that? But if you're looking at him like, okay, so one, he was a pastor, right? Like you said. Which puts him equal amount of as like, all right, well he's doing it as a pastor and he's also doing it as, you know, as a civil rights leader, right? So let's just play the devil's advocate, right? Let's say that he's doing all this. He's cheating on his wife, but he's a pastor and he's married, right? So now he's not being faithful to his wife under his union with God. And he's going out telling other people you should do right. You don't see that as like a contradiction? I wasn't talking specifically about what he was telling people as a, you know, a preacher of the word or of God. Like I care more about the, the aspect of, you know, how are you treating people? All people are created equal. Like those things matter to me more than again. I don't I don't know the words of Martin Luther King as a preacher. Like, yes, he absolutely has stuff that he talks about. Right, that's what I'm but saying. Like all that that's, I'm not here for what you were saying on Sundays in your church. Like that that wasn't. But I what think I was what he, but, but but you don't think the same thing he was saying on Sunday at church was the same thing he it had to have been the same thing he was out there preaching when he was giving the speeches. Nah. Some of different. it was, bro. Some of, sure, some of it. Like, there's absolutely overlap because that encompassed who he was. Yeah. But, like, no. Like, I don't think that's all he was preaching about. Not all, but yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. The re I mean, I look at some things and I'll say, when I see him, right, like, towards the end, anti-war, he was anti-poverty. Anti he was trying to do those things and make that the movement because they thought they'd at least won some battles on the civil war front. I mean, not civil war, civil rights front. So it then moved on to like, well, we got to do some stuff about economic freedom. What about that is has anything to do with like, yo, like homie cheated on his wife? Nothing. Like that ain't in the Bible. We're not talking about that. That's fair. That's fair. No, that's fair. Okay. My thing is this. Maybe, just maybe, you know, when things come out about him, like I said, I think they're supposed to be doing a documentary at some point. I just hope that people don't look at him in a different light and that we condemn him for the things that he did in his personal life as opposed to what he tried to do for all of us. And I think that some people will look at him differently. They will. I'm sure they will. I think people are extremely judgmental. I've been judgmental myself, right? Like... But I also got to think, if you did something and you have a situation and you work that out with the agreed party in whatever fashion y'all find that's necessary, how is it my right to judge you guys based on how you figured it out? We've become super self-righteous where we think that like, yo, everything is about us. You got to do all of these things like amazingly as if none of us have like any flaws. Like we do fuck shit every day. Maybe not every day, but like everybody does something that somebody would dis disagree with. Yeah, we do fuck shit every day, bro. You know what I'm saying? Keep, like keep I'll, sped sped yeah. over here doing like 75 listening to Joey. So like when you have stuff like this, 
there are times when, you know, frankly, people are going to feel some kind of way. Yeah. I can't worry about everything that every single person does. What I can worry about are what are the things that you did to make a real impact positively on the world? Yeah. If we can start talking about that, like, I can let that be that and not worry about the bad. That's just me. But other people make, like, others, you know, they make other, other calculations. Your calculation could be like, yo, you know what? Miles Davis can't really rock with you no more, bro. Like, you well, did some fuck shit. Well, I mean, shit. let's just be clear. Just for the sake of the argument I brought up R. Kelly, I don't agree with anything that he did, and let's just get that up out of here, you know. But you two stepping in back real quick, bro. I'm just saying. I can separate the music from what he did. I, I think I, you know, I still listen to some of his songs. You know, if it if it comes on or, or if I play it or whatever, you know, it's a song. I just treated it like a song. That's all. That's all I do. Which ones? Which ones? Uh, what are the top? What are the top ones? What's your top? If you name that, bro, we we will never get no. I, I'm saving him from himself. There's no way that you naming your top R. Kelly songs right now. Doug. I probably shouldn't. But no, no you definitely should. We're gonna, yeah. we gonna rest on that. Be the let's, for the week. let's go. Let's go ahead and spin it. You just want somebody else to get back on there, don't you? The chopping block. I get it. Right. Right. He right. Wants it to be somebody else next. Like pause. It's cool. Um. Something else I was thinking about. Uh, we're in a world now where everybody's watching everything that you do. Right. Right? Like, you can't get away from doing anything. Currently, we have a few musical artists who uh, looks like they're going down for, like, talking about stuff that they were doing in their lyrics, uh, stuff that they were saying on IG, the lifestyle that they were living. As a regular person, do you feel like you're always under surveillance or, like, people are watching you? No. Why not? I feel like only the people that really want to watch are going to watch. Everybody else, I mean, I'm not that, I'm not a celebrity. So I feel like anything that anybody does that have some type of celebrity, anybody's going to want to watch because they feel like they want to be part of their story. That might be like, hey, I'm a fan. Hey, I follow this person. Hey, I don't even like this person's music or I don't like their acting or whatever they, you know, their skill might be. You're going to watch. And that's just what it is. Me, so, as, a, as a regular individual, I feel like, no. So, cool. Everybody in here is super regular. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're all regular people. If you combine, like, the social media presence of everybody in this room, it's... You know, tens of thousands of people, mostly from like two people, but mm -hmm. tens of thousands of people, right? Mm -hmm. There are absolutely people that are watching and seeing what you're doing. Right. Those same people don't necessarily have the best intentions for you, but they're watching because they want to see if you're going to fuck up, who I could talk about you fucking up to, or how I can knock you off maybe the perch that you're on just because you've been successful for no other reason than just because they want to. Bro, but haters gonna hate, bro. That That's just been, the, you know, whatever goes on, you know. So we, you know. I can't even, I don't look at it as a haters gonna hate thing. It's a, I don't think that people always wanna see you in a positive light. People always, the story is always about you being torn down. Right? Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. think about how like literally, the minute that you fall down, everybody wants to know the story. We were, we were huge on Tiger Woods being that dude. And then all of a sudden, something happened where his wife hits him with a golf club, and that becomes the story. We love we loved Tiger seeing him down. Like, ooh, man, Tiger used to be the man. We talk about that now. Ooh, Tiger was making the cut for, like, you know, like, the uh, the tournament that he's in. This is great. 
because they want to see him build back up after we've like torn him down and seen him fall off the perch. Yeah. So even as a regular person, people don't have like the greatest intentions for you. That's true. Okay. So like, I know you might be like, yo, like I don't really move that way on social media. Nobody's really watching, bro. Your neighbors. Yo, you got a nice car. Like, I see you shining. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a real thing. So people watch you all of the time, unfortunately. You literally can't go anywhere without being on some sort of camera. Like, you commit a crime right now. Probably on the exit, the police are coming and, like, snatching surveillance film, whether you got a ring camera, like, the, the traffic stop signs. Like, you're always on camera. So, like, to try to commit a crime in 2022, it's fucking crazy. Hey, Ro, you remember when there was that subway shooting in New York, like, two weeks ago? And... There was no camera that got the guy. Not one camera. Then how'd he find him? Uh, there was a, a bodega worker that saw him walk into a store and called the police. But then they actually saw like images of him to get him out. It wasn't in the in the subway, right. But like outside of that, and that's the weird thing about New York, you're always on camera there. Since 9-11. So like I look at something from like, unfortunately, like a lot of rappers, you gotta be smart, bro. Like fuck you doing right, why so am i rapping about dumb shit that i did okay so go ahead and talk about exactly what you're talking about uh, i'll say this gunna and thug talking about like all of this well not really gunna but like more thug talking that shit like yo i'm that dude like i really be in these streets fuck it like there's a reason my name is young thug like bro like why are you snitching on yourself bro but not trying to be funny i don't want to hear if, if you're not doing the shit i don't want to hear that shit most of the rappers we know wasn't really about that shit. Then I don't want to hear that shit. Bro, like, nah, some of your favorite bro. rappers been lying, bro. Bro, then I don't want to... Bro, I don't want to hear that shit. Some of your favorite rappers have been lying. Like, most of your favorite rappers have been lying. Who's Ice Cube shot? You think Ice Cube ain't shot nobody? No! I think he probably did. Who's Snoop Dogg shot, bro? I definitely think Snoop done shot somebody. I, Snoop's man shot somebody. Snoop ain't shoot shit. Snoop probably shot somebody before he got on. He got on as a kid, dog. No, Little Wayne got on as a kid, so I don't believe shit Little Wayne says. But that's my point. Little bro, Wayne shot. Snoop. Little Wayne fucking like what, what's homie name from uh Eight Mile? Cheddar Bob. He Cheddar Bob himself. That's the fucking gun he shot. Okay. But he comes around like, yo, I'm gonna shoot you, I'm gonna pop. Yo, like everybody's acting, dog. Violent cells. Okay, cool. Violent cells. It's a whole movie. Let, okay, so let, let's go into the Young Thug shit, right? What do you feel like is wrong with what he did? Or how they're coming at him. I don't know enough to know. But what I'll say is, you never talk about fuck shit that you do. If I'm like, for example, I'm doing something stupid that I have no business to do. Why the fuck would I come on my podcast and talk about it? There's literally an evidence trail. Why would I do that? What? I'm literally leading them to like, fuck me over. And this is what we do all of the time thinking like, yo, this shit is cool. Nah, I'm that nigga. Cool. Be that nigga behind the scenes. Why does everything got to be on front street? Especially with this generation. They telling themselves all the fucking time. The generation has changed musically. You have to understand. When we were coming up. Even as far as. Let's, let's just take drugs for instance, right? It was. Your favorite artist. They were talking about selling drugs, right? Cool. Did Nas ever sell drugs? I'm sure he did. Nope. Jungle. All of that shit was his brother. I don't believe it. Bro, they said it. Jungle was like, eh. he was that nigga. Nas was his brother. This was his brother. 
It's his brother that was the fucking even, criminal. Bro, but even if that's the case, let's look at what was some people glorify, right? Back when we was coming up, let's you can use Nas if you want, or Hove, or whatever the case might be. They're talking about selling drugs and making money. Nowadays, rappers are talking about doing the drugs. That's what they that. I feel like that's the lazy argument that we as old people say. No, it's a lot of people, bro. How many times you'd heard? And then clearly we'd heard if you just say Molly Percocet. Cool. How many times you heard somebody say they was using drugs in any of those songs? And maybe you don't listen to that type of music. But they do that a lot. A lot. They, they talk about using the drug as opposed to selling the drug. How many of your favorite rappers, R&B singers, whoever from the 90s talked about smoking weed? And put it in their music a lot of them that's my point like it's a lazy argument to be like yo they talk about being the users because them same niggas say that they like bro, drug what, kingpins what, and they're going like die nigga die cool. what, 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 what are we talking about bro we're talking about weed that's fucking now legalized we're not talking about molly percocet coke any of the other shit that everybody else be talking about using that's a totally different drug bro weed is fucking legal in a it lot of now. states yeah it is now but like at the time that everybody was talking about that shit, you would have went went up for like two years. That's true, but we're talking about what's going on now, though. So now, these young rappers are talking about everything from and, tr and actually Molly's and Perk. Well, not Molly's. Percocet's illegal as fuck. Need a prescription? That's true. That okay, Lean, cool. Legal as fuck. Legal You're not supposed to mix it the way that you do, as but they can actually yeah. give you promethazine fucking cough syrup. Clearly, they do. But what I'm saying is. Back then, it was more frowned upon to be talking about the drug that you use as opposed to selling the drug, which is making you some goddamn money to get you out of the hood. It's the whole thing about being a hustler, bro. A hustler sells the drugs. They don't use the fucking drug. Biggie said you never get high on your own Man. supply. Like, I, I hear you. It's the 10 crack commandments. But the difference was we were talking crack and it was like the how they spoke about crack. None of us was using crack. Like, you didn't want to be a crackhead. Like, you could sell it, but nobody here wanted that, to be a crackhead. But that's what I'm saying. Nobody wants to be a crackhead, right? But now, they'll add crack in the lyrics. Ain't nobody talking about, like, smoking crack, bro. I'm pretty sure Lil Wayne probably said it. God damn. What, what you got against Wayne, bro? Bro. Right. Pretty sure he did, bro. I've heard it. And he had a song with, with, with Ray J. He said it. He, he said, said, I smoke crack. He said him and the girl was doing some crack. <laughs> We're he, said something about, he, says, he said something about some coke, bro. <laughs> I said, God damn, Wayne. He looking like it, though. Shout out to Wayne, though. Jeremy, can we have a break? <laughs> we got to talk about this off mic. And we are back. And that's the way that you punch in when all types of weird shit happens in the background. Weird shit was happening. Um, Let's move on to another topic. Um sort of wrap things up uh last week on espn uh sports talk for people who don't know but i don't never cover sports but pat beverly was on first take while i don't care about the minutia and the sports angle from it one of my questions are is it okay for you to publicly talk about somebody in a way that you dislike on a like a national stage like do i have to like tone that down if i dislike somebody and why if not like why Go into detail a little bit more about that, though. All right, so homie gets on TV, mm -hmm. talks specifically about how Chris Paul was trash, how he 
doesn't play defense, yada, 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 says all types of shit, and the entire NBA is really upset that Pat Bev would say something because Chris Paul is very well liked. Right. Pat Beverly, probably not so much. True. So that became the story where now all of these NBA stars, mid-level players are coming at Pat and talking about like how, yo, like you're not nice enough to talk about somebody. So it's, it's a couple of different angles, right? Like if we not on the same level, can I ever critique you? Yes. Then why do so many people think and feel like it was hate? Like expound on that. Cause that's some real shit. Because they had the same profession. So, I think from Pat Bev's perspective, he feels like it's a certain skill level that he may have. Pat Bev puts a batter in his own bat, right? Which a lot of people do, right? Like, even at the workplace, he's like, alright, so like, let's say Johnny or whatever doesn't work as hard as you or maybe he does work as hard as you but you feel like you should have got the position that Johnny might have got right so you're going to speak about the shit and I feel like that's what he did I feel like he feels like he doesn't get the appreciation that maybe the Chris Paul gets now he's not a Chris Paul at all but since they have the same type of job he feels like hey I want to be talked about just like he is I don't have a problem with that. Like, I also don't have a problem with him openly hating Chris Paul. That being another thing. But when I look at situations, I legitimately feel like nobody is a pro. Nobody is above people having an opinion. True. You don't have to like everything. Yeah. We got a whole fucking podcast where we talk about our opinion all the time. People might not like the things we say. I'm not a rapper. I am not an NBA basketball player. I'm not a lot of the things a politician, mm-hmm. you know. Music. I don't do a lot of the things, and I'm not in the arenas that these people that we come on here and we have discussions about often. Right. But given the amount of time, I'm pretty sure that we put like you know our three thousand hours into some of this stuff. Okay. Like we could have been on our mic, like our Malcolm Gladwell shit, and been like, "Yo, like we really have done this too. We have not reached the level and gotten the notoriety or the fame that other people have done. But like, yo, if I've watched enough basketball, I can be like, yo, that was a trash play that you made. Just taking it out and i don't need to be like an all-star or a generational type player to be able to like recognize that i think it's the same thing where you see like a lot of the young players now hate when charles Barkley or Shaq come on tv and they're like yo like y'all niggas is trash what you did was stupid and they're like why would you hate on me like i don't know what y'all talking about it's the same thing like i people you know people now don't like people having an opinion especially when they feel it's negative well, my everything thing is, is hate and everything ain't hate bro. yeah 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 Why, look, anybody that knows me knows Charles Barkley is my favorite player of all time out of anybody even over Jordan crazy so I like him being blunt what kind of shoes you got on right now I got Jordans but what did I have on last, last show don't know I had on Barkley's let's let, let, no 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 maybe maybe it was some uh, yeah. some Iversons I think yeah, Barclays the, 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 the ones before that. I mean, I had was the Barclays before? I don't know. Whatever. I has, I wore some Barclays on one of the shows. Anyway, my thing is this: you gotta chill, bro. Cause you love Jordan. You got on what you got on Yeezys right now. Yeezys on. Exactly. Yeah, let's talk about that for a second. As, we, we can. We really should. Yeah, we can talk that's, about my seven hundreds. It, it it really is. Absolutely. Yeah. Love and hate. 
here's my thing. He was blunt about what he said, right? He chose a platform which was ESPN. He was on there all goddamn day. Three days, exactly. Like he was Stephen A. Smith himself going against him saying what he don't like about Chris Paul. Now, my thing is this. When they go up against each other, is he really doing Chris Paul up like that? I mean, he's trying. Key word is what? Trying, but I don't think Chris Paul is baking him the same way that other NBA stars are now. Not at this age. Well, that's what he said. He said, when I go to sleep, I'm not caring about what I'm facing Chris Paul the next day. But Steph Curry, hell yeah. But that, but you got to look at it. Chris Paul isn't known for baking. He can bake when he wants to. Sometimes. Yeah, nah, you bugging, bro. No, what I'm saying is, on the level of Steph Curry, right? You know Steph going to shoot a million threes. Chris Paul going to try to give you as many assists as he's a facilitator. Sure, but Chris Paul will also dunk on your head. But you think Pat Bev is worried about that? Yes. Nobody wants to give him the poster. You can shoot a three ball in my face. What's the Bro, worst thing that when, happens? When to the last time you seen Chris Paul dunk on somebody's head? Uh, I've actually seen him do that shit live. He did it twice to the Wizards. After he crossed over Ishmael, what year was that, ball, though, bro? Didn't matter. Like, bro, what year was that? Chris it wasn't that this to, year. No, of course not. But Chris Paul used to be that dude. Chris Paul still. Bro, has I, bro, I feel like Chris Paul is that dude. That's just how I feel. I feel like he's top ten, if not maybe top five. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is different. No, 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 no. I'm talking point guard. So, like all time, yeah, yeah. Not in the league though. No, definitely not. What did Pat? What did Pat Bev say that wasn't true? Like I, I get that all the NBA players want to respect Chris Paul because he was a president, because he's a goat, because he's a Hall of Famer. And I think that that I think that has a lot to do with it. They, the fact that he was like the president of the uh, he made him all money, but yeah, come on. like he's he what what he is playing at right now, like he deserves criticism because if he was LeBron, he would get that criticism. That's true. But I feel like Pat Bev was a little bit kind of hating because he was like, yo. What have the Suns done, you know, that we haven't done? Well, they had the best record all year. And maybe they didn't get to the finals, but they got there last year. Pat Bev, you're not even the best person on your goddamn team. To me. But see, but that's where that sounds like hate. Like, bro, you've made you've literally just said my argument because he is not to the level of Chris Paul. He can't criticize him. That's mad. Who's the best player on the team? It Call Anthony matter. Towns, right? It doesn't matter though, bro. Like you could be the thirteenth dude. Bro, how did? Bro, bro, fuck Why it. can't I talk about something that I see? Bro, if it's true, bro, fuck that. If, if he's no, lying, no, no, that's no, no, another no. thing. How dare you not be the leader of your own shit? But you talk about me. You don't. We we're not even in the same conversation. But that's the problem, though. Try you get to the point where you can level up. So again, so how can, like we've sat here on the pod, right? We've discussed like everybody's rap album and how somebody's albums have been dope. How can you say that as a person that doesn't, like, at their level, rap on the same level then? Just using that same argument you made, bro. Who can't rap on the same level? What you talking about? Talk your shit. That's what I'm talking about, but not nah, dead serious. How you going to say that with, like... You don't have to plug that. Nah, I got you. I got you. But seriously, like, making that exact same argument, how could you then criticize something that those people have done if you're not on the same level of them? But honestly, I feel like he can. But only because you're in the same... You have the same occupation, right? Nah, keep that same energy, bro. Because a so, second ago, no, no, you was no, like, no, nah, no, 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 no. how dare you? No, now no. you're saying like Wait, you Okay, can. no, no. I feel like you can say something. You can say something, but you're still going to be wrong. So, all right. NBA just did the top 75, right? 
Sure. Pa you saw Patrick Bevin that shit? No. Grant Hill's a commentator, so Grant Hill can't talk about stuff that he see. Was was Grant Hill part of the seventy five? Nope. That's horrible. I didn't I didn't even know that. So now he can't talk about like I don't know like because there's levels to it, right? Chris can... Paul is a level to it. Chris Paul is much further or much closer to like a level seventy five player than he is to the top ten. Okay, cool. You know I, what I'm saying? I'll let you so live like, on that. So what? Like one of those dudes can't talk about like any of the people that we consider like those dudes. But what so is Pat can't... Bev like top? 500 don't matter but that's the problem it don't matter nobody is above having like being criticized cool let's fairly cool let's take it out of basketball is cool let's take it to your own job your job right sure, now sure how do you how would that work because it's all occupational i can't say that the person that like isn't on my level is like specifically just hating like if they have a very valid thing that they're saying why am i discounting that because maybe we're not at the same level if I'm a manager, but you somebody that works under me, but it's like, yo, Darrell, you're not doing the best job you could be doing. Bro, right he now, might bro. have a point, but at the end of the day, is there's a reason why you're in that position, and that person is not. That's it. That always isn't like a thing about ability, though, bro. Like, cool. Maybe you, maybe you'd be like, all right, it's about who you know. And that some shit could be some people hating. Everything ain't about hate, dog. bro. But if if you're in a top spot and somebody's in top 500, there's a reason why you're there. Cool. Trump's in the top spot. We're not gonna do this, Trump. No, no, again. real talk. No, no. I'm, and I'm not going down this road. Like I promise. But Trump's in the top spot. Okay. Do we think that he's an exceptional like person, business wise or otherwise, to be in the position that he's in? Not anymore. Was he ever though? Yes where i disagree i think he's had a lot of luck you get a head start because your dad had money it's a bunch of other things that have helped it don't make a difference position. how you got the fucking money is it, it, what you do with this shit is quite possibly like there's some truth to that but like it helps a lot when you got a hell of a head start bro we talk about all of these companies being like yo they're self-started yeah jeff bezos is that dude right now but he had a family that could give him what was it close but to that's true i mean but it, bro there's a lot of people business? that inherit money he didn't inherit it. If we had 300 grand that we could pull out together, you mean to tell me we couldn't like get an idea popping? We need to. I don't know how we get that kind of money. Yeah, don't look at me like that. Like, we I ain't got that kind of money. <laughs> I wish. Like, ooh. Trying to get there. We can get there, though. Trying to. We can get there. But ultimately speaking, like. There's some smart people in the room, bro. Absolutely. Some talented people here. Exactly. Like, looking around the room. Mad talented people, engineers. That's a that's a big facts. Doctors. Yeah. Like, we about to get it, bro. Everybody do their thing, bro, in the room. Facts. That's, yeah. Shout out to them, man. Yeah. People with letters after their name, like, I love yeah. all that shit. Sh shout out to them, seriously. I feel like we're not gonna agree um, about like the level of person that could come at somebody, because like you're like, yo, if you're in the NBA, you could talk, but it's mad commentators, it's mad like NBA like media that speak on stuff. They got expertise well, I too. Mean, they just can't uh, actively do it. But that's my so thing. So because okay. I can't dunk, don't mean I can't tell you what a good dunk is. But here's my thing. All right, like even even with Stephen A. Right, he'll be like, he'll have like JJ. Uh, he'll have a uh, Reddick on his show, right? And they'll be like, all right, well, like, all right, well, you know, you gave a good synopsis of the whole thing, right? He'll be like, you know better than me because you actually played in the NBA. How can I, when all I did was, what did Stephen A play, like college or some shit like that? Okay, so how can I, if I wasn't on the same scale as you, say that what you did was 
actually right because I haven't done it to the level that you had. No, I disagree. Because JJ Reddick also got shit on by Bob Cousy, who's what, like 100 years old right now? Like, everybody can be criticized, bro. Nobody's above reproach. I'm not saying that, but what says that you're able to do that, though? Just because we're in the same field? Or because we're not in the same field? Because right now, let's I say. Eyes. I cool. can see it. Okay, cool. We, at, at what point is like being. At what point is the profession of being like an analyst? Like what we're talking about, right? Because like there's a lot of dudes that played sports. There's a lot of like Jordan's never called a game, but like he might not be entertaining to listen to call a game or, or cover a game or do posts on a game. But because he played, right? Like, even, even though he's the greatest player of all time, he might not be entertaining. You know what I'm saying? So like when we talk about these guys that are on TV, when we talk about the Chucks, all these guys that sit on panels, like Magic Johnson was on TV. That shit wasn't that good. He was That's on, true. He was on ESPN, right? That whole panel wasn't very good. That basketball shit fell down. Right. And, 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 you know, even if even if you have done the job, let's take Jordan Francis. Jordan is a good player. Not the best owner. They ain't want shit. I'd say he was a great owner. I'd say he's not a great executive. It's a okay, that's cool. That's fair. And, I mean, I think that's why him and Chuck fell out. Because Chuck had to be honest about that part. Hey, how do you feel about Jordan as the executive? Hey, he sucks. They ain't want shit. But at that point, he's doing his job. So cool. You can't say that he does, that he sucks? It's literally the argument that I've been making the whole time. You are not a top NBA player. You are a dude that just likes to watch it. Literally. That's can true. You say but, that, but, can you but, say that Jordan sucks? That's true. But if that. somebody looks at me, does my opinion really count? Because I'm not in there with them. I'm I've never played in the NBA. I've never been in the exec. Nobody they, they just look at me as the the regular degular fan, right? Uh matters to people like Kevin Durant. Talk greasy on Kevin Durant's Twitter. Bro, Time that's KD because he's emotional. But Shout out to lot, KD. It's a lot of people that are emotional, bro. Artists are all sensitive about their shit, and that's what the problem is. That's true. Like, okay. I all can right. say to any of the people in here that are mad nice at the camera, nah, that wasn't the best shit. Yo, what? What you talking about? Like this nice bro you don't know what you're talking about bro you're not a photographer that's what they're gonna say to me but i can still be like you know what nah you know what objectively i see why he said that that's a fact because one time i think you told me about a verse you're like yeah bro you could have said bro hold up yeah i don't even rap i'm like yo you could have like came in and did such and such because i've heard you do different things so i thought the cadence could have changed up he was wild but you my man's like yo i'm gonna tell you the truth he was wilding, bro. <laughs> you gotta do but that. But nah, like, nah, it's all you know good. Like, no, 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 no. But I feel you though. But but that's my thing. Like everybody can have an opinion, right? But I feel like people more so feel like if that person has a, I guess what I'm saying is they're in the same field. You're trying to figure out a way to make them qualified. Truthfully speaking, a lot of but times, but that's my thing because. If you're not qualified, it's almost like the average person is going to be like, how dare you? Because at that point, you're let's say if it's music, at that point, if I'm rapping and you're a consumer, what are you saying? Cool. Is Kendrick's album great? I took it there. Is Ken, you said this is album Kendrick's great. Is Kendrick's last album great? Mr. Morrell and the Big Steppers. I, oh, think Mr. I think it's, I think it's a good album. Does it have... Hold on, hold on, time out. Does it have... 
a lot of replay value value um maybe not is it a good album i think so i like i like a lot of the songs on it cool so name a time to something that doesn't have any replay value you actually consider that a good album 30, in the history 30, of our 30, lives bro 30 years from now 30 years from now when they listen i think it's a time capsule so like we we, we you thought the same thing about like kanye's album and have you that. picked don't that back that. up wow. either fucking yes i have Cut wow the fuck like out. wow you haven't out. picked that up either Cut this shit up and put this shit on the track what? Yeah, you haven't have picked you listened that back to Champagne either. Poppy's bullshit from last summer? Since last summer? Get the fuck out of here. Hey, have you, have you, real <laughs> talk, if you listen to any episodes, I, I, look, I use a lot of the background music on them. I'm not kidding. Yeah, Dead serious. Yeah, that's my point. Champagne Poppy. Come on. What are we talking? You're wearing Yeezys. You should like your Yeezys. That has nothing to do with his music. Oh. Yeah, we're not talking about the other stuff, bro. Like, stay on topic. It's cool. You got to go. Yeah, you got to go someplace else when you're losing that argument. I, I see you. That's what I'm saying. I listen. I listened to to Donda like last week, and and I put it on a clip I have on Instagram. So check my timeline, man. Come on. Cool. I appreciate like that. But too. that's part of I'm my problem. Likes. Like you can make a you can make an assessment on something given however you feel, and I think that you got to respect that. Like Kendrick don't have to respect our opinion. We don't get to him, but he might be like, you know what, this nigga bro spitting right now, bro. Like maybe I need to turn something up. Maybe I shouldn't be leaving Top Dog and I should have listened to them when they asked for input on the album. All of these things are possible because somebody could have sparked your brain to think a different way. That's true, you don't need it to be like, Schoolboy Q don't have to tell you, yo, this shit is sucks for you to believe this shit sucks. You don't need Nas or Jay-Z to be like, nah, this ain't it. Kendrick and Cole to be, I mean, Cole to be like, nah, this ain't it. Drake to be like, this ain't it. Everybody said it's it, though. Eminem said it's it. Everybody has said it's it, but why ain't everybody else listening to it that said it was it? I'm looking around this room. Everybody that I've had this conversation with, I don't know anybody that's continued to listen to the drink. Like we all tried to give it a couple of spins. Fine, cool. What's the last album you listened to that had some replay value? Last album. Rap I album. To. Rap. Cole. I listened to Cole one time and put it away. Nah, I like the Cole project. Anybody else in the room listen to the Cole more than once? Yeah. But, but several times though. I, so have I. So what? Which do you feel has? Stop lying. You literally just said you li like listen to Kendrick once. No, I said I listened to it twice. And now you like yo, I listened to it multiple times. No, no, no. Like, no. I didn't say multiple times. So I said twice. Keep that same. No, no, no. I said twice, again, bro. Uh, bro, I said twice. I said twice. I listened to it twice. That's not a lie. You've been sitting on this for like two weeks for and only listened to it twice. But it, okay. But that's how the whole you album. But how often you on your whip, bro? You drive a lot, son. And you only like listen to it twice in two weeks. Bro, I listen to the, I listen to the whole album while in LA. Whole album in LA. Listen to the whole that's, shit. That's not really like arguing your point, dog. Yeah, that but his, really but, 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 but okay. So, but here's my thing though. Everybody don't have a favorite track that they listen to more than one time. I'm not gonna listen to the whole fucking album. That's why I said that. So, so that right, makes it so, not a good project. So here's my thing. Like, so look, if it's like let's say it's 12 songs, right? I might find four or five, and that's maybe like half the project, right? And I might like that. I haven't found an album in a while that I've liked every track. Have you listened to the Pusha T more than twice? Listen to it one time. Okay, that's fair. Because I didn't like the, the flip floppy of the beats. He got half Pharrell, half Kanye. Okay, that's fair. And I and I, I love Pusha, Pusha T as a you know as a lyricist. I really do. Okay. You know I I, I like that drug talk. Okay. That's my shit. I like that shit. You know what I'm saying? Same. 
So, but so, I, so, so it's Drug Talk and R. Kelly. This dude. Take the mic for him. Exactly. Hey, what is this shit? Socorro? Too much for this man again. <laughs> Adjustable bites. Mm, that's a good question. I think that yes and no, but I think the reason that I'm saying no, I think that artists have gotten to the point where they no longer chase singles in a way that people used to. When we were growing up and we were all younger, one of the things that was popping was everybody needed a single. Everybody needed a hot something. You know what I'm saying? So like now. You don't have to do that. We look at Beyonce's last album. She didn't have like singles on it. There hasn't been a Beyonce single ladies in forever. I look at that with most rappers. Like they're not chasing singles anymore. So if you're not looking for radio play and airplay, the way that you market your music and the things that you do are completely different than what you would do in another era. That's true. So I don't want to say it's just because our attention spans are shorter. Like, yes, I agree that they are. Grab the mic. You gonna say that? Thanks, thanks, Jeff. I go back to this thing where it's always like, where I say it's now it's more vibes over lyrics. Like people want vibes, you know? They want like beats and shit over like lyrics. You don't want to hear people spit anymore. Like I enjoy it. That's why I can sit there and play the Kendrick album over and over. I will play the J Cole album over. I will play the Pusher album over. But have you always spitting. been that way? I've always been that way. Yeah. Well, no, no. no. I mean, like people where. Millie Vanilli went platinum, bro. But isn't that like a, that's like an older generation thing, though, right? No, I'm, the, the point that I'm making is that it's always been about how music makes you feel. How does the beat make you, like, want to dance? Yeah, but I think... When they say, girl, you know it's true, I don't think that, like, they're the best singers. It was just like, you know what? I feel you, bro. Girl, I do know it's true. Ooh, 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 I love you. Like, yo, I, I get you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's always been people that are one-hit wonders. Like, that are going to make yeah. it, and not because of their lyrical content. It's because the, the beat was fire. The music was dope. Mims made a whole song talking about this is why I'm hot. They, they still play that whack ass shit. He had one album too. That's what I'm saying. He had one song. He did. Get the mic. You know, I always wonder. I think about ones um, of their capacity. I can't even keep up with the top of my recently added Apple Music anymore. So when we were young, we were listening to music. You had top. You had time to sample and listen, and you had in time to enjoy it before something else came out. Not to say that the next song wouldn't have had you gravitate to listen to it, and that their music is any less than, but we have so much more now. So that's a different question, right? Like, it's who's gatekeeping music in a way that they used to. Now you don't have the same amount of people who used to be like, nah, you're not ready, or you're going to interfere with this drop. Now it's, oh, I could push this out. Let me push the button. And we la- we launching that and we releasing it. And that's for everybody. And content has become king. So if you're not talking about me or thinking about me, you're not going to remember that I'm hot too. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why things have changed now. Like, it's a reason Drake comes out every year. When he took that break for a couple of years, people were like, whoa, we, we don't expect this from you. So now I got to give y'all, like, you know, the championship pack. 
Now I gotta give you the three like EP, three like you know song EP. I gotta give you a song every year just so you know I'm that dude. Well, uh, it's you know, bro. Music. <clears throat> these artists are literally just making music for their fans, bro. They're making fans. For, they're making music for their core fans. This guy Kendrick. Anybody who's a Kendrick fan, y'all saw that meme. Five seconds into the damn album, yeah, this is the greatest. Like, let's just five mics already, because they already love the guy, and they've already been yearning for his music. We got a homeboy Quay. He he, he goes, hey, dog, are you gonna stay up and wait for the Kendrick drop at midnight? What? No, no. <laughs> like what? I'm not doing that. But he's a fan, and he's gonna do that. And as soon as it came out, yo, Dio, the Kendrick, yo, and I, and it's it's literally they're fanboys out. Everyone's a fan guy, so. You, you support who you support. You might, I don't know where you are with Kendrick, but your point is very valid. A lot of that stuff, you know, it's like a one-time listen. I digest it, but there's nothing on there. They're like, yo, I'm in a car sitting with my homeboys. Play a certain track. I don't even know the names at this point. Did you know it's a double sit? You know it's a double disc? Yeah, I knew that because of Apple Music. So, yeah, to your point, I think I'm a, I'm a Kendrick fan, right? Like, I have Good Kid, Mad City on vinyl. I think Damn It is an amazing album. Uh, Black of the Berry I thought was a banger of a track It's Alright was a banger of a track So like I'm generally speaking A Kendrick fan because I know he's going to deliver something But I'm going to just be real Like I didn't feel any of that same energy on this project And I think that's because sometimes You be on your artistic shit and you go too far Somebody got to reel you back in sometimes I don't know if he's at a point where like he needs Like he's going to listen to somebody do that And if that's the case it's okay But that shit happens Ultimately speaking, what's the purpose of him making his art? Is it or is like because as soon as he released an album, he did, he also did a tour, so he's trying to eat off that too. If you, I'm not saying to be go completely commercial, but you got to maximize returns on what you're doing. There's a limited window when you make that kind of music where you can maximize and really make money. I don't know if you want to waste your prime years doing that. On top dog, and he's doing his own thing. I I wouldn't be surprised if he never comes out with an album again. Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if this is it. He goes do some other shit. I mean, so he's Andre three thousand. There's more. I could see. I could see him walking into the sunset and doing some other stuff. The man has a Pulitzer Prize, bro. What are we talking about? (laughs) So he's three stacks. Yeah. 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 Kendrick's probably set for life, bro. Yeah. He don't, he don't, he don't really get, you know what I'm yeah, saying? And and, and you get to a point where you're like, you don't even give a shit no more. You're not about to do nothing. Like, I mean, when I listen, when I listen to him, some artists I look for Mike different up. things, like you said. Mike I, know, up. I know they're going to have great production. I know they're going to be rapping and their production may suck. Or you might not even make no music. And I'm just engaged in who you are. Your music is kind of a bonus. Kendrick, I'm like, yeah, he's going to give us some bars. He's going to give us something to really think about. It's going to be, he thinks about it, obviously. Like, he really thinks about it. I think he probably was going to drop many other albums, but I seem not even knowing him. It's like, yo, this dude is really thinking about what he's releasing. Like, really thinking about it. Tom's got to be right. Everything. He's probably, like, as bad as Kanye almost. Or worse. When if He never shows what he's doing in the studio. Have y'all ever seen that? 
He doesn't share a lot. He leaves a lot of room of wondering, like, what he's doing. Who is this guy? That's true. It's like a mystery or something. Where is yeah. where is he at? Kanye gonna show that shit. He he don't care. I get it. I don't know if we have an answer for that, but I feel like this is a good. This is this will be a great overtime segment. We really should make this the overtime segment. I'm looking at you like dead serious. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's the move. Okay. Yeah. Um, want to thank everybody for being in the room. Uh, obviously, I always think it's dope to sit down with some of my nearest and dearest, have some good vibes, drink some cool liquor, drink some great water. I'm still trying to get y'all to cut the check for this, please. Oh, um, yeah. Big up Ascension. Yeah. It really is. I, I'm not kidding. I, I actually put my money where my mouth is with that. I buy that. It really helps me alkaline and get my pH levels to the correct places <laughs> when I wake up in the morning in the AMs. <laughs> We, my man needs help, bro. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What the fuck? Well, no, please don't do that again. Please don't do that again. Uh, end every episode saying the same thing. Ball players on the rap, rappers on the ball. My name is Darrell of the Real World, and we hope to see you guys next week. Peace. Peace.